What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu of Label Free. To live your best life, live Label Free. Today's guest has got such a powerful message and a powerful purpose. She intuitively, she's an intuitively gifted mentor, teacher, and healer who coaches provocatively and soulfully. She helps women become impactfully present and experience greater influence, power, and bliss by embracing their woman. Please welcome Alara Sage. Alara, thank you for joining us today. I am super excited about this conversation. I am so honored to be here. Thank you so much. Your mission is quite powerful. And we are already talked a little bit about like what it means to me and what I've been through. So before we start getting into what you do, I kind of want to understand what brought you to being this type of coach for women. <laughs> yes, thank you. Funny enough, I, you know, I started off working with horses many years ago. I, I was actually a scuba diving instructor for a long time. I didn't go to college. I left and traveled the world and became a scuba diving instructor, which I feel was a very important part of my life because it kept me connected to the earth and to my being. You know, every single day I was underwater and yeah. connecting with sea life. And I was also teaching. And it was just something that was, I, I loved it. I loved every part about it. And so very quickly on, I got to create a reality of enjoyment, of pleasure. Sure. And then, you know, I realized I couldn't do that my entire life. <laughs> and um, I got into horses, back into horses, because horses had been a part of my life, yeah. even when I was younger. And I started doing physical therapy to horses, which means I was doing body work on them. Oh, wow. And at the same time, I was going through a spiritual awakening. I was starting to meditate and do all of these other things. And I actually just started being taught by the horses. They started showing me where my energy was too strong. They started teaching me. And then I actually had a lot of beings show up that I honestly didn't even believe existed. Yeah. Yeah. I had spirit beings show up. I had archangels show up. And at first I was like, whatever, like yeah. I'm making this up. Yeah. And then I had this extraordinary experience where Archangel Raphael, this horse was like totally in trance, relaxed. I've been working on him. And Archangel Raphael showed up and symbolically put his wings around like the front of the horse. And as soon as his wings touched the horse, the horse just shot up and then like sighed and then just went deeper into trance. And my jaw just dropped. I was like, okay. I believe <laughs> getting goosebumps like that yeah. is so incredible. Like you're so lucky and just, that's an amazing experience. I can't even imagine. Yeah. And I wasn't even touching the horse or anything. So after that, it was like, okay, I, I get it. I'm listening. And so they just started to really teach me about healing and energy. And then I had what's called a, a spontaneous Kundalini awakening. I was actually driving to go work on the horses and I, my, my higher self said, ohm three times at the time I didn't even ohm. I was like, okay, I'm going to, here I go. I'm going to ohm. Yeah. <laughs> but I did, as I said, and I, I ohmed and on the third ohm driving in my car, a shot of energy shot through my body and I hit orgasmic bliss mm. to the point that I had to pull over because my whole body was shaking with orgasm. Wow. Something I had never experienced in my life. Then after that, I was on cloud nine for the entire day. I had no idea what happened to me. I didn't understand Kundalini. I didn't even know that word. And huh. six months 
the remaining six months after that was crazy because all of my pent up emotion got released. Yeah. And I honestly kept asking myself, am I going crazy? Yeah, I would too. I mean, because these are things that, you know, people don't really hear of too often. And you're obviously a very special individual where you have these gifts. I mean, do you think that you had always had these gifts and you had to go through a transformation to tap into them? Yeah, definitely. As as a child, I had a lot of, you know, imaginary friends that uh, were beings that I could see that my family couldn't. I had um, lots of lucid dreaming. I had a lot of knowing of my healing power. uh, And then I shut all of that down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of us do. Um, Do you think a, a lot of women or people in general have these kind of powers that they are just shut off to? 100%. I believe that all, you know, one of the terminologies that people use a lot in the spiritual community is empath. And I personally believe everybody is an empath. All, I mean, that's who we are as humans. We have the ability to deeply feel others. And we all have the capacity of psychic abilities, clairvoyance, clairaudience, claircognance. It's, it's not special. You know, we just have to get back to it. Sure. I mean, I love that. Love your journey of being in the water, being in, you know, scuba diving. I mean, I love. I'm a water being. I I, lo- mm. I gravitate towards it, and so I love fish. I love looking at the coral. You know, I just love all that. And horses. I'm a big. I'm a big horse. <laughs> horse <guy. laughs> like you're talking my language. I love. <laughs> Maybe I need to start getting more involved so I can kind of tap into these these powers a little bit more. So talk to us about like your business, how you started saying, okay, I'm going to take all these gifts that I have and help other women tap into and transform into, you know, tapping into their feminine power. Yeah. I mean, it just evolved. Then all of a sudden I was doing animal communication. And then I, you know, like I had actually what really I think was a cornerstone for me was I did an ayahuasca session. This was after a divorce and a massive transformation in my life. And I went into an ayahuasca session. And for the first time ever, I really felt a mother energy, Mm. a feminine power energy known as the mother or the grandmother in some traditions is what they call the spirit of ayahuasca. I didn't have a really connected mother. She was very disconnected, not nurturing. And so I'd never been in that space. And I was floored. Yeah. And after that, my animal communication business quickly turned into working with humans really out of my control. I didn't set that intention. It just started happening. And my process has always been my process first. And then it just carries naturally into those who I serve. So I was taken through that process. I've been very shut down uh, sexually um and i really was very much in my masculine energy i learned that that's how i could be successful that's how i would get seen that's how i could protect myself was if i came off as this very strong masculine energy and i was just taken by my guides by all the spirit beings of really showing me how to reconnect to my my feminine power which i actually had a lot of resistance to initially yeah wow um I think that is such a, yeah, I I personally, I can relate to that because in my previous life with my late husband, I was very much in my masculine power. I wasn't very like affectionate. I was just very kind of just hard, you know, and, but I was also a leader in our business and I felt like I had to lead that way. And I was really rough around the edges, but now, you know, let's, you know, seven years later, I'm more soft 
And I feel more powerful in this place than I did before in being, I mean, I'm more vulnerable now more than ever, which is, was, it was scary at first to kind of step into being that way. But I think being vulnerable is, is, um, is coming from a place of power. I really do. Absolutely. I completely agree. And it's something I speak of all the time because I was the same way. I thought vulnerability was a weakness. I would always put off a very strong, confident shell, no matter what was happening in my life. And I realized that vulnerability started with myself. It was about having the capacity to really be honest and open with myself. Yeah. And that really allows connection. You can't have deep, intimate connection with yourself, with others, with life, with your passion, with your your joy, if you don't allow for vulnerability. Yeah. When you work with someone or with the ladies that you work with, what are some common things that are preventing them from stepping into this feminine power or just tapping into, you know, uh, being more vulnerable? Because I think that, you know, for me, I was, I come from a broken home, a lot of abuse, you know, a, a human trafficking survivor. So I had, those were my becoming real hard and tough was um, like a way for me to, it was, a, you know, to protect myself. And so I have a reason uh, that's that's that was my reason but what the women that you work with what are some common denominators amongst them that that they're coming from a place of masculinity than fem being feminine yeah very similar some of them have had traumatic experiences but some have not and a lot of them like myself have very high sexual energy whether they know it or not they're very very powerful people mm -hmm. and really what has happened what i've seen the common thread is that at very early childhood, there was some level of suppression or protection or something that happened with usually their parents or even into, you know, people who took care of them or school where it was like, that's just not safe who you are. For me, it was very much sexual. Mm -hmm. um, I had very strong sexual energy early on where I had a young boy molest me when I was very little. And it was like, put up the walls, protect her, push her down. This isn't safe. She's going to get hurt. And, you know, it was coming from a place of love, but I quickly learned and, and it just carried forward into high school and all of that. Like I experienced a lot of trauma with my sexual energy. And so many of the women that I've worked with, whether they're conscious of it or not, because it can happen at such a young age, as we start to go into it, they really connect to their their power and how there was very very young that's not safe yeah i and i think that having that sexual energy is a beautiful thing you know i've i've had a very strong sexual energy and good bad or indifferent we won't go there but <laughs> i've always thought it was a positive i mean i know more now why it's positive but back then i just like embraced it and i loved being that way and i no matter what anybody said to me i was just like this is who i am why do you think it's so important for women to embrace that side of themselves? It's part of our creative power. So, you know, I've never been a feminist. And so that's one of the reasons why I really resisted all of this. But as I've been taught so clearly from my higher self and from the beings is women, we have an ability to access a deeper depth of power. Yeah. We are the abyss we are the unknown. There is an inexhaustible ability within ourselves. And 
This is known in ancient Egypt and tantric teachings, the power that the woman holds. And there's even stories of, you know, the woman being able to use that power to really assist the men, to light the men up so that they can do what they need to do. So it's something that is not understood in our society. And yet it is, it is massive. And, and so who we are as women is we are powerful creator beings. I mean, let's be real, right? We can create humans. We yeah. can take ethereal, infinite energy and bring it into physical form. That is something with the love towards men that only people with a uterus can do, right? Yeah. And that is something that is very, very special. So as women, as we reconnect to that, we reconnect to such a depth of creative power and potential, which is, you know, connection and availability to nurture in very, very large forms. This is largely why we haven't been a nurturing society because we haven't been connected to this capacity within ourselves. Because when you're connected there, your ability to nurture and to be tender and loving and caring and hold pain is, is inexhaustible. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. Today's episode is brought to you by Honey Love. Ladies, let's talk about shapewear. We all know most shapewear makes you feel like you're being suffocated. That sexy dress in the back of your closet is so freaking cute, but the thought of having your inside squished by your shapewear is just not worth it. That's why Honey Love spent years researching and developing effective shapewear that's actually comfortable. Overly tight, cheap and sticky fabrics that roll up are a thing of the past. Thanks to Honey Love, you can finally feel confident and comfortable in your favorite outfits. We have an exclusive deal for our listeners for a limited time only. You can get Honey Love's best deal they offer. Get 20% off your entire order with the code LABELFREE20 at honeylove.com. That's right, ladies. Get 20% off of your entire order with LABELFREE20 at honeylove.com. When you work with some of your clients, what are some examples of their evolution as they their how they evolve as they tap into some of these energies that you help them tap into. Absolutely, you know, increase in intuition yeah. and just clarity of that. Like all of a sudden intuition just becomes their guiding force. That's just like kind of a, a side note. Yeah. Um and the second thing is they, you know, they become very, very connected to their bodies. Some of them uh, actually many of them even like their their physical bodies, their physical makeup changes. Yeah. Because now there's a connection. They are listening. They are communicating with their bodies. They can hear what their bodies need, what their bodies don't need. So they lose weight. They start to radiate. They become younger looking like this is no joke. And then, you know, they are really learning how to, again, connect, 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 connect. So their relationships, all relationships, their intimate relationships, their non-intimate relationships become so much deeper. and more available. And they are coming in this way that is really impacting everybody around them. And then on top of that is the ability for real sexual magic, right? Whereas in sexual engagement, because that's all non-sexual, but in sexual engagement, they are opening up to the real depths of the healing power that happens when we are in our different expressions of orgasm. Ooh, 
<laughs> I love it. I'm like in chills over here. I'm like, yes, tell me more. <laughs> I think that a lot of women, you know, maybe this is true. Maybe it, you can let Tom confirm this or not. Don't know how to have a true orgasm because they're not in touch with that sexual side of themselves. Yeah. I mean, disconnection is such a big thing, but there's so many different levels of orgasm. Oh yeah. You know, there's the clitoris, there's the G spot and there's the cervix. And yeah. then there's just full body. Like you are in like a complete surrendered space, a, a bliss, but it takes connection and, and the ability to, to surrender. Yeah. And that takes vulnerability. Do you think a lot of women are ashamed of um, having to feel that kind of pleasure? Yes. And I, I feel that, I mean, shame is so rooted, so deeply rooted in our society that even if they don't connect to the fact there is shame, actually in our sexual organs, in the tissue, there is so much shame stored there that is passed down ancestrally. Wow. So that as they start to, when I take women through the exercises, they are sometimes amazed at what they are connecting to that they had no idea existed. Oh yeah, I bet. That has to be such an enlightening experience for them. It is. Yeah. And like, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> give me more. Give me more. <laughs> you had said something that you had never been a feminist, like a feminist. So what is the difference between what you are teaching women to be versus being a feminist? Mm, I love that question. And thank you for asking it. This is my, my feeling towards feminism. And there's nothing, I think feminism has doesn't fantastic things for Sure. all of us women right but i am not here to you know particularly to push down the masculine yeah. or to even like fight for women's rights like that is up for them like for sure. me it is coming from within which i think femininity is a lot about society yeah. and how we relate in society which again super super important but for me this is about the relationship with your woman you yeah. as a woman and your woman within. Yeah. Well, that's powerful. Um, what is vulnerability to you? Definitely openness to ourselves. And, yeah. you know, it's openness to like those parts that we haven't seen, like we mentioned, you know, the parts that you don't even know exist. Yeah. And really feeling that those parts of you are okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, looking at yourself, being able to like, look at yourself physically, look at yourself emotionally, look at yourself mentally. Yeah. Look at all the parts of yourself and like, take a breath and like, literally be able to say to yourself, I see you. Yeah. That's powerful. Very powerful. So what does it look like when someone wants to come work with you? And what is that process like? And, you know, how, if someone says, oh, you know what, I'm really loving what Alara's all about, what she's talking about, you know, what could they expect if they reached out to you and said, hey, I heard you on the radio and I'm just interested in what you're, what you do. Yeah. So I have group programs and I have one-on-one -on -one. and really some of the structure that I take people through is connection, right? Connecting through the breath. 
So first, like very fundamental, using our breath to connect, learning how to just connect with our awareness to our body, to our emotional body, to our mental body. And then we start to really work in the womb. We start to really work in the sexual uh, organs. And I take you on a journey of opening those spaces. Because like I said, there's a lot of trauma in those organs, whether you're aware of it or not. And so it's a very, very powerfully healing container. I am very open to my clients. I'm always there for them. There is nothing that they could ever say to me or open up to me that I would be like, whoa, you know, I am always 100% holding them. So that in itself is extremely enlightening for them. But we go, we go very deep into things that they're not even aware of energetically, emotionally, mentally, and take them on that journey of opening up the gates of our feminine power Yeah, to really allow that to come into the physical reality. Because one of the things for me is, yeah, that's all wonderful, but then how do we function in our physical life? So I'm all about the spiritual, I'm all about the energetic, and then I'm all about now this is how you bring this into your physical reality. This is how you apply it to your physical life and helping them in the day-to-day. Is there like, do you have different, is there like a more heavier age than other women? So let me rephrase that. I feel like for me, in my, I'm in my mid forties and it took me all this time to get to this place like that you're talking about. And if I had, I been a little bit more in touch with these kind of things a little bit earlier on, I probably would be walking in a much powerful place in my life. Mm-hmm. Do you, is there, do you see that there's a common thread with the age of women that you work with? Are they more in their midlife or are they earlier? Are they tapping into this earlier on? I'm just really curious because I don't know. I know what my journey has been like. So, you know, I can, I'm, I'm, what is the common age group that you work with? Yeah, definitely like 40 to 55 average. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I'm just curious. I think we're ready, you know, I think we've we've gone through the experiences and I feel like we're just really ready for that deeper conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And I've also come for me personally, and I don't know about, about you ladies listening out there, but it's like, I just don't give a F anymore. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't care this. Like I want to be 150% authentic, authentically me and powerful in every single way that God has given me. Uh, whatever your higher power is. So, you know, like, I think that that is just like, you know, it's too bad that we can't like tap into this when we're younger. (laughs) Could you imagine what our world would be like if women out there were tapping into this power that we have within us earlier on? And it's going to happen, you know, that's the future, but we are the, you know, we're the trailblazers. And so we are here to, break the chains and recreate and restructure. And so I absolutely believe that this will start being much more normal and yeah, learning these things early on and it'll be a completely different reality in that space. Yeah. And I think that we need to start teaching this yes. to our younger generations. You know, I really think that it's important. So ladies, if you're out there listening, make sure you're sharing this with the younger generation so that we can empower society to live in a much more connected space. 
Where can people find you, connect with you, learn more, and if, and if they want to get started with you? Yeah, definitely. People can reach out info at alarasage.com um, directly. I love connecting to people. So they're always welcome to reach out, say hi, anything like that. It means everything to me to hear from people. Um, and then they can also go to my website, of course, www.alarasage.com and um, check me out there. And you are on social media like everyone should be. <laughs> yes, I am. Facebook, Instagram, they can search for me. Yes, yes, yes. And I do have a Facebook group called Having the Time of Your Life. So that's a very intimate space. It's free. Come join. I do a lot of just live, like on my couch, just like up to my face, you know, like we're sitting next to each other having a conversation. So I like it. I like it. What are some last words of wisdom or advice you'd like to leave with us today? I want all women to really understand that there is such a key that unlocks themselves. They are the key that unlocks themselves. And there is so much deliciousness mm. that life has to offer, that we are here to live an extremely orgasmic life in the physical sense of it and just in the energetic, emotional sense of it. And they have that key to themselves. Oh, yes. I love that. Live a more orgasmic life. Like who does not want that? <laughs> Bring it on. Okay, I am ready. <laughs> oh my gosh. With that being said, uh, this has been such a fantastic conversation. You guys, if you have connected with Alara's message, please don't hesitate to reach out to her. Um, she left her, her email. Go check her out on social media or go to our website and schedule a call with her. I believe she's offering a connection call. So if you reach out and you want to make that connection with her and work with her, don't hesitate to take her up on her offer. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Looking you. forward to hearing from you guys. <laughs> yes. And well, you'll have to keep us updated. So you guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free to live your best life, live label free. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in today. Don't forget to follow us on social media and make sure you follow our amazing guests. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Let me ask you a question. Are you holding on to labels that are holding you back and preventing you from leading a more purposeful, fulfilling life? Join me, Deanna Radulescu, on Label Free every Friday at 7 a.m. on KCAA, where I sit down and talk to my guests that are living dynamically on their own terms, free from labels, leading a purposeful life. I ask you to join me and my community as we dissect how we can rise above those labels and truly live in our life's purpose.